Diocese of Churches for the Sake of Others is pleased to present the C4SO podcast, a place to celebrate the voices and values of C4SO. C4SO is a national diocese of the Anglican Church in North America, led by Bishop Todd Hunter. You can learn more about us at c4so.org. All right, everyone. Welcome again to the C4SO podcast. I'm your host, Ben Sternke, and I'm here with uh, Bishop Todd Hunter. Hello, Bishop. Hey, Ben. So I I told you before the show, how is it that we know today's a special day and a special podcast? Uh Uh-huh. Hunter's got on his special Rain Spooner Christmas shirt. Now, Rain Spooner Christmas shirt. And and I was not sure. I mean, I can see this because we're on a video call here. I can Mm -hmm. see what you're talking about, but I didn't know what this was. Oh, so Rain Spooners is a Southern California surf brand that sell yeah. these. They're like collectibles, literally. They make yeah. a new one every year. So like yeah. some guys have like 30, 30 of these in their closet. I got two, but I wore one <laughs> just for you today so we yeah. can do our it Christmas looks, special. It looks good. And maybe we can put a link in the show notes uh, so people can see kind of what these shirts look like. But uh, I was thinking... <laughs> Rain Spooner might, would appreciate that. Put a they, link, yeah, right. Put yeah. a link to their website. This podcast sponsored by Rain Spooner. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I was thinking, I grew up in the Midwest... Uh, in Minnesota, and this is maybe the Southern California version of the ugly Christmas sweater. It's it's close, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to say that they're trying to be intentionally, ugly, but it's a very loud shirt. There's just yes, there's stuff, there's Christmas trees and, and mistletoe shirt, and just yeah. wreaths and Santa, reindeer. There's just stuff everywhere. Surfers, yeah, all over the shirt. Crazy, yes. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so that just is, for you, Ben, and, and thank, for our listeners, a little Christmas yes, tide. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, yes. That That is how we know uh, that today is a special day. Well, um, we've come through, and this is a special episode of our podcast. Um, we've come through six weeks of uh, talking about Advent hope in harsh times. And um, of course, Advent always leads to Christmas. And here we are. Um, and in lieu of uh, kind of a longer uh, normal length episode uh, today, uh, I thought, uh, Bishop Todd, that you could just read, um, you wrote a Christmas message, yeah, a Christmas letter from the bishop to the diocese. And so I thought um, maybe you could just read that as a, as a way of kind of putting a exclamation point, perhaps, yeah. uh, on the end of, uh, of our Advent series um, here on Christmas um, to be able to just, yeah, hear from you. Uh, on these themes, and uh, and then maybe we can tease a little bit of uh, what we're going to get into in the new year uh, after you do that. So, yeah, happy to do it. <clears throat> so, okay. regular listeners will remember that we just did six weeks on um, uh, Advent, and our mm-hmm. theme was uh, hope mm-hmm. in harsh times. Mm-hmm. And so, connecting these two things, Ben, um, you don't really hope in something unless you respect it or have trust or confidence in it. Like if you mm. get out an old rickety ladder and you're going to put up Christmas lights or something, you might look at that ladder and go, well, I hope it works with a tinge of cynicism. Like, I don't yeah. think that rusty old ladder is really going to work. Yeah. Or you can you can put up a brand new Mondo, best, latest, greatest, you know, ladder from Home Depot or something and just climb mm. up that ladder with great mm-hmm. confidence. So, you know, the language of Christmas um goes beyond, like, I don't think we would ever say of a ladder, we adore it. Hmm. But, you know, Advent shifts, as you said, to Christmas and to adoration, which I think funds hope. Um, if hmm. you really adore something, meaning you, you you see its beauty, its goodness, its power, if you're thinking of God, uh, His person, 
Um, this is why the Christmas carol bids us, O come, let us adore the mm. Lord. Mm. So again, connecting uh, Ben to the work that we did over Advent, yeah. I think it's important to notice that Jesus did not enter the world out of the blue, that Jesus entered the world in the midst of an ongoing story. And there had been great thinkers before him, uh, great people who were trying to improve humanity. You know, you think obviously of Plato and Aristotle. And for all their obvious uh, educational and legal genius, they really were never able to come up with a philosophy for life that took into consideration the whole of the human condition and thus could not provide healing for it. So the idea there is just think of the state that humanity was still in, even even post the greatness of Plato and Aristotle. There was no real healing for the human condition. After them, the Greeks and the Romans, of course, gave it their best shot, as did the Stoics. And if you don't know Stoics off the top of your head, just think, you know, they're the people who basically said, yeah, life's horrible, just learn to bear with it somehow. Mm-hmm. And the Epicureans gave it a different shot. You know, they basically said that, yeah, the world stinks, um, but seek pleasure in order to attain some sort of peace in an otherwise brutal world. Mm-hmm. And so it was into this frustrated and seemingly hellish world of despair and spiritual hopelessness that the first Christmas occurred. It was a powerful light of hope in disorienting darkness. The infant contained a powerful unseen reality. Like a mustard seed growing into a tree, Jesus' gospel of the kingdom has become a foundation for gracious, generous, and generative living for innumerable people. Jesus is the deliverer that humankind sought for millennia. I still seek him, and I still cultivate adoration for him. It's important to note, though, I think, that a lifestyle of adoration does not mean that Christians engage in denial. No, rather, we notice and name what's real. Jesus' birth narrative, the wonders of his love, is meant to have a creative, transformative effect on us that gives us then the power to be present to and name reality. And this is never more needed in our times, in an era in which many of us fear the direction of the world. The current storyline can be bitterly disappointing. You may feel like an alien story is being forced upon you. But part of the reason, Ben, I love this time of year, and uh, like so many other people, I will so deeply miss Christmas Eve service and you know, the singing of these carols, Mm -hmm. is that for me, Christmas carols are some of the best hymns that I know of. Um, You know, I can always go for a little Chuck Berry or a little (laughs) Mariah Carey or a little Beach Boys, you know, for Christmas. But what I really love are these carols. Mm. Because in so many ways, they capture the true meaning of this dramatic inbreaking that Christmas was. Mm. And they give us language for adoration in these anxious times. Mm. So I just jotted a few things down. Yes, the pandemic was the top news story of 2020. And come let us adore him. So I just want you to note this rhythm as I read through these things. Yes, Mm. we name reality. And it's not so much but, but yes and. Mm. So here we go. Yes, the pandemic was the top news story of 2020. And come let us adore him. Yes, we have lived with disturbing politics and glory to God in the highest. Yes, some of us groan under economic distress and he rules the world with truth and grace. Yes, friends and family are sick 
and sing praises to his holy name. Yes, our culture is divided by many topics and hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Yes, race and immigrant relations seem intractable and one day in his name, all oppression shall cease. I can, in a crowd of people, Ben, at a Christmas Eve service, I can't sing that line without crying every year. Yeah. This hope that in his name, someday, all oppression shall cease. Hmm. And so whatever your circumstance this Christmas, um, Ben and I join you in worship. Yes. We join you in this notion of, O come, let us adore him. Amen. Amen. That's uh, we're going to be singing at our Christmas. We're going to be singing that hymn uh, at our yeah. Christmas, our virtual, yeah. online <laughs> Christmas Eve service. And uh, yeah. we've we've spoken with our people about that as well. Just the power. We're going to miss being able to sing together. Um, yeah. But we are explicitly encouraging people. You know, these carols are meant to be sung. And there's mm-hmm. something, you know, we just preached on the Magnificat on the yeah. fourth Sunday of Advent. And um, there's something powerful about singing about these deeper realities, like you just said. Mm-hmm. It's not yes, but, but it's yes, and. It's like, right. yes, this is reality, but so is this. Right. You know, that, that mm-hmm. God has come uh, to be with us. God has come to save us. And that we, yeah. while we do still final, uh, wait, await a final salvation uh, in the second coming, but that we, um, we rejoice even now because of the, the hope that we have, because we're confident, right? Yeah. Uh, God is going to keep his promises to us. So. Yeah. so, yes, it is in that vein that we say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you. Um, we've got uh, great stuff coming up in the new year. I'm really excited about it. Um, we're going to be talking with some of the leaders of our diocese about various areas that they uh, oversee. We're going to be talking about church planting and ordination. We're going to be talking about justice and arts culture. We're going to be talking about soul care for leaders, raising up a new generation of leaders, um, all of that kind of thing. We're also going to be um, interviewing some of our deans who are kind of geographical uh, leaders of uh, churches because our diocese is all over the country. And so um, we're going to be interviewing them about just how, what mission looks like in the various uh, geographical regions that our diocese makes up. And then um, probably doing some kind of a series over Lent uh, on justice, um, talking with the Revelation 7-9 task force, and I'm eager to bring all of that to you in the new year. Yeah, that would be great. I'm excited about it. Anything else you want to say about the new year? Uh, Just thank you, Ben. Um, I'm hearing more and more good things about this podcast as it gets out, and not everybody would maybe know that you're kind of the idea guy, the designer, producer... (laughs) Host, <laughs> keep Hunter in line, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, thank you. I, uh, yeah. for on behalf of all of our listeners, thank you for getting this podcast rolling. And yeah, I join you with wishing everybody in C4SO, everybody who listens to this podcast, a very Merry Christmas and a, and a prosperous new year. Amen. All right. Well, we'll, we'll we're going to take a couple weeks off here uh, as we kind of get everything ready. We're going to take some time off over Christmas and also um, just take some time to get uh, this new series ready for you. But we will see you uh, here on this channel, same channel in the new year uh, in January sometime. So I'll have to see if I can find me a rain spooner New Year's shirt. Yeah. I don't know if Did there they is sell one. those? Yeah. I don't know. I have to go check it out. Yeah. All right. Well, sometime during the 
hopefully during the 12 days of Christmas, we'll see you again, if not yeah. uh, Epiphany Tide. So All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Peace. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the C4SO podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Email us your thoughts and suggestions at connect at c4so.org.